Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shalene Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. With more than 25 years of experience in a variety of businesses, I promise to share with you the ins, the outs, my failures, and successes. And my goal is to share with you these social media money-making strategies to turn your idea into passive income. Every week, my son, Brock, and I will share with you perspectives that will serve you regardless of the stage that you're at in your business. Whether you're a solo entrepreneur looking to grow your brand in social media or you've got dreams for a global brand, Build Your Tribe is here to serve you. All right, Mom, this one's all you. Oh, man, I know Brock is bumming that he's not here today because we have in studio one of his absolute favorite all-time online gurus and one of his favorite people in general. We are talking YouTube with none other than the YouTube expert, the YouTube guru, my go-to guy, Sean Cannell. Sean Cannell is the author of YouTube Secrets. He's also the founder of Video Influencers, as well as Think Media. Sean is just a renowned speaker. He holds his own events. He's thought of as a YouTube thought leader, and he shares his answers. He teaches people what equipment to use, best practices, and most importantly, how to monetize using YouTube. He also happens to be one of our Marketing Impact Academy experts. He's one of our ambassadors. That means I don't have to know what is the latest and greatest on YouTube. I have someone who lives it, eats it, breathes it, and wants to help you understand how to make the most out of the time you spend on that platform. Today, he's here in studio with me to answer your questions and to share best practices for 2018 and 2019. Sean, what is up? I am so happy to have you here. This is going to be fun. I'm so pumped to be here, Shalene. I love Build Your Tribe. Well, thank you. And I think that's how we met officially, right? That's the first thing. I was listening to my headset. I was working out in Irvine. I'm on the treadmill with uh, Build Your Tribe up in my eardrums. That's crazy. And anyways, so to be honest, part of the reason why I wanted to have Sean here today is always for personal reasons, because we're always looking to improve our social media reach. And I've been so deep, neck deep in Instagram that I try to surround myself with experts so I don't have to be an expert in all areas. And Sean is our go-to guy. He's an expert inside of the Marketing Impact Academy. He speaks on our stages. He's the author of YouTube Secrets. And today he's here to answer our questions about YouTube. So Sean, your book is phenomenal, by the way. And I know our listeners can benefit from it because so much of the content, even though YouTube changes all the time, so much of it is really evergreen. Like these principles are very consistent. So let's talk about the seven C's. The first thing that I just think is so profound for a lot of people when they think about YouTube is how do you get the courage to put yourself out there? Yeah, and I love that. The first C is courage because you do ultimately have to start. And here's why, you know, YouTube offers a massive opportunity right now. Naturally, you want to be paying attention to Instagram. You're putting so much value out on that. But we're now over 2 billion monthly active users on YouTube that are logged in with a Gmail account. Mm. Consumption on mobile, of course, continues to soar, but also consumption on smart TVs is at an ever-increasing rate because YouTube is becoming more of a longer-form place of consuming content. In fact, videos that are 7 to 16 minutes are outperforming videos that are shorter and even longer, showing that people want more substantial kind of training or content or entertainment on YouTube. Longer is better? 7 to 16 minutes, that's which the, is kind of shocking, spot. isn't yeah, it, a little bit? Yeah. Just saying that um, we always say your videos should be as short as they need to be, but mm -hmm. um, 
as long as they need to be, but as short as possible. So you don't want to waste people's time. But if you have something deeper to unpack, maybe Mm -hmm. something that has multiple steps, YouTube's a perfect place for that. So all that to say, it's the second largest search engine in the world. They continue to evolve in more users and really more opportunity. You got to be there. But I do understand the first thing that we think about is what I got to get on camera and Mm -hmm. now build your tribe. Like, of course, we're, we're doing stories, I hope, right? We've got our phones out. But even still, the courage to even step into unknown territory and you start thinking, what camera do I need? What do I need Mm -hmm. to use? At the end of the day, done is better than perfect. Your first videos are going to be your worst videos. You got to hit publish and you can learn and grow as you go. So should I be comparing myself to my favorite YouTubers who have this perfect aesthetic set and their cameras make everything look blurry in the background and their skin look flawless without pores and it's just, it's so perfect. Like they're, a lot of them film, I think, in their bedrooms or something, but it looks so perfect. And I can see how a lot of people feel like I can't compete as it is. And I certainly don't look like that. And I certainly don't have that set. It's great to say, like, have courage, but how do I do that? Yeah. I mean, I think that you actually have taught me some of this the, the best. I mean, your example with the Pio infomercial success mm. from moving to an overproduced, overpolished type of packaging to an iPhone, mm-hmm. real and raw, and then even showing clips from other people's iPhones of mm-hmm. them working out with Pio in their own living rooms. I think what I would want to empower people with is you want to be intentional, like clean up your background. Mm -hmm. You know, you talk about like maybe put up that quick three minute get ready. Like, come Mm -hmm. on, like pull yourself together, girl. Like, you know, (laughs) like you want to be intentional. But I I do think that over polish is a problem. Okay, that can really hurt you. And people want real on YouTube, just like they want real on stories or anywhere else. And so I think the courage is just pressing record, learning that you're going to get more confident as you go, but also that people want to meet you right where you are. Mm -hmm. Again, we sometimes are comparing ourselves to our heroes where people might be looking at us if we're just one or two steps ahead and they're intimidated. And Mm -hmm. so when we're relatable, when we're real, when they can be a part of our process with us, I think we just got to get started. And the last thing I would say is you want to use your time in obscurity, if you're just starting on YouTube, to prepare you for popularity. Oh, I see what you're saying. Sometimes when you're starting on YouTube, you know, you can get that fancier lighting later. You can get the fancier camera setups later. But if you don't start, you'll actually probably never get to those because you're not going to go through just the initial learnings that come from just uploading something from your phone, learning how to title the videos or whatever it is. And people can see your evolution. And so if you look at some of the big YouTubers even in the entrepreneur space, they have fancy shows today, but their first videos, go to them. Look at the oldest video on yeah. their channel. Look at the oldest, oldest video on your <laughs> channel. I know. Like, uh, you can see some really funny stuff there that's just recording on a webcam. Yeah. And I think that just helps people know your process. They know who you are. So at the end of the day, you got to just start, take hold of courage, get some videos up. Well, your second C, I think, is probably going to help a lot of people. And that is, how do I know what it is I should be putting on YouTube because I'm interested in a lot of things. And I think other social media platforms, you can just talk about whatever's on your mind or you can life cast. Does that work on YouTube? A couple different options. You know, the second C is clarity and you want to start with the end in mind. So what is it you're trying to build? Where are you trying to go? I think that YouTube, we overthink it a little bit with thinking we need to niche down. We do. Mm -hmm. It's helpful to have 
a gardening channel or maybe like a fitness channel. Okay. But on the same time, I think that the niche could also be a few other options. It doesn't have to be so narrow that it's just fitness. It could be narrow around who you're trying to reach. Mm -hmm. Like it could be narrow around the fact that this is a channel specifically for new moms, but it covers everything, it covers cooking, it covers. Okay. So your audience is actually the clear niche that you're in. Or the next option is having a theme kind of like a magazine. I mean, have you heard of, of course, GQ magazine? Mm -hmm. What is GQ magazine, Shaleen? Um, fashion, but they also do workouts and they do food profiles and celebrity stuff. And for? Oh, um, GQ is supposed to be for men. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a men's magazine. So, so you knew that. You knew that just GQ was this men's magazine. You knew they did a lot of different things, but they have a clear brand. Yeah. And they have also a clear audience, yeah. but variety inside of the pages. So I think that if someone lands on your YouTube channel, you just want them to know where are you taking them? Like what generally, but that doesn't mean you can't have variety. Okay. That's what's kind of cool is like, you might say, you know, well, I'm helping you live your best life as maybe like a smart, ambitious entrepreneur kind of woman, let's say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now you've got an idea of where you're going and that means optimizing our health. That means optimizing our business. That means optimizing our mindset. So you might, you know, you're like, how do I, you know, I've got all these different ideas, all these different creative thoughts. Try to group them. Put okay. them in a theme, put okay. them in a, give it a North Star. Where are you taking people? But don't feel so constrained to think, you know, my channel's only going to be about Google Hangouts. You know, yeah. like it's only about, like, and you get so narrow. Even if it's just about Instagram or social media, you can certainly tackle a broader topic, but you want to give a cohesive theme that people can latch onto. So if I'm new and I'm thinking, okay, I'd like to do something on makeup and also health and supplements and, maybe a little bit about raising children. And I've got a lot of these ideas. I'm curious, would you give someone a recommendation that they kind of narrow that down or just put it all out there and then let YouTube tell you which of these pieces of content people like better and then kind of narrow down? You nailed it. It's number two. Okay, you want to put it all out there so that you can get that feedback. And yeah. that's, you don't want to overthink this up front because when you put that content out there, it could get sucked into the YouTube algorithm. Mm -hmm. You could position it for search to be found. But also, you start gaining a couple subscribers. Maybe you already have a few. Now you're getting feedback. You see people really resonate with this and maybe not this other thing. I mean, this is some of the greatest lessons I've learned in the Marketing Impact Academy about kind of beta testing, experimenting, and getting feedback. Not just trying to create mm. under a rock and yeah. then just emerge with your content. Create your content in community. Okay. And so that's what's really great because then what might rise to the top is you might start with all those different things you mentioned, but then when you started talking about you raising your kids or you started talking about how your health challenges or maybe something you're going through, that actually might become your message. Right. But you discovered that. Why? Because you didn't wait to overthink and mm -hmm. wait till you get all the answers. You started practicing and practicing in public with interaction and feedback, and then you analyze that data and do more of what's winning and refine your message as you go. What is the third C? The third C is your channel. If you're going to start on YouTube, you ultimately have to set up a channel. And so two options here. If you're listening and you um, have not started a YouTube channel, just you know, go to Google, type in how to start a YouTube channel. They walk you through the processes. All you need is a Gmail account. But I think there's a lot of Build Your Tribe listeners that maybe have a YouTube channel they haven't looked out for a while. Sure. And this could be a good time just to do a spring cleaning, if you will. And so your channel is like a home for your content, right? Mm -hmm. And I like to say you only get one chance to make a first impression, meaning, you know, Microsoft did a study 
and they studied goldfish and the attention span of goldfish. Okay. And they found that goldfish have a nine-second attention span. And then they studied humans. Oh, they, no. They looked at the interact, like, because of our phones, yes. social media, distractions, our attention spans being shortened. Now our attention span, Shaleen, are seven to eight seconds. That's so sad. So you have the attention span of a goldfish. Less than. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> and so that is a good number for us. That means I like to say seven seconds for your website, seven seconds for your YouTube channel, your Instagram page. Someone is making all the conclusions they're going to make in seven seconds. Mm. They're scanning, they're looking. And yeah. if your thumbnails, the cover image, whatever it is, if it's unclear, if it causes confusion, I'm not sure who she is, who he is, what they stand for, where this, what this channel is about, people will just bounce. They'll yeah, just keep moving totally. on. thousand percent. And so... We do it every day. Like every day I'll get messages from people. They'll say, you know, follow me or subscribe to my channel. And I don't know. I always look. Yeah. And I always look thinking, this better be good because I'm not going to follow you unless it's good. And you're right. Quick glance is like, if this isn't going to make my life a little bit better then I'm not following. And if I glance at it and it looks messy, I don't see the value in it. I'm out within seven seconds because I'm a goldfish. That's right. So with your channel, you want to make that first impression and just make sure things are clear. So this is your avatar image. Okay. And if that should be a nice headshot, if it's your brand logo, it could be a, a logo. And then your cover image. And you want that to, again, be clear, defining who you are, what people can expect. Should that cover image, does it need to be mobile optimized or does YouTube do that for us? Um, it does need to be all platforms optimized. The best okay. image you can get is just Google YouTube cover image. Okay. And there's some images you can download, put those into Canva mm -hmm. or uh, PicMonkey. And ironically, it's actually a very large image because it's meant for smart TVs. Mm. And then it, there's lines oh. on the template that make it fit into mobile as well, as well as desktop and tablets and different resolutions. And so... You could do that. And then you want your about page. The way you organize your homepage is with playlists. Where am I putting my link to my website? Your link to your website is right also where your social media links are. And a tip there is not just saying website or even just saying www.shaleenjohnson.com. Mm -hmm. You could say something like, get my free, you know, five-day uh, workout plan nice. here. And mm -hmm. that is the copy and that's a clickable link. And so you can give a real call to action where YouTube gives you a chance to link away to your website. I cannot tell you how many people's channels I've clicked on them and thought, I'm going to reach out to this person. I'm going to have them speak at one of our events. I'm impressed with this person. And it's literally, I have to hire a private investigator to figure out how to reach them. Yes, so true. And that's a lot of this, I think, uh, listeners could just, they'd be like, yeah, I need that spring cleaning. I, yeah. You know, I could update yeah. this, reorganize it. And the last thing on organizing your videos and playlists is I think it's also, as you evolve on YouTube, important to kind of categorize your content mm. because playlists are how those exist. And then on your homepage, you could say workout videos. You could say meal prep videos. Mm -hmm. You could say mindset videos and start thinking through what are the series or kind of the buckets of themes that you might cover on your channel and how am I organizing them. You can also upload a channel trailer, just which is a quick pitch that only people who are not subscribed will see. Oh. And Wait, that's called a what? A channel trailer. A channel trailer. Do we have that? I don't know if we do. You might not have it. <laughs> well, we will after today. That's right. After the spring cleaning. Channel trailer. And how long does that, how long is that typically? 
I think that it would be ideal to make that 60 to 90 seconds. Again, this is one of those things, I think one of the best analogies that I've heard you even talk about when it comes to building relationships online is is dating and relationships. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people move too fast, like a lot yeah. of guys do, right? Like, <laughs> like slow down, hold your horses, man. I, you know, there's some steps to this. And, and, and naturally, you know, when I first met Sonia and my wife, at Starbucks, that's when uh, my coffee addiction was uh, 4X'd because I started to just go in all the time to drink coffee. And Did she uh, work there? She worked there. She's oh, a barista. Oh, my gosh. You married a barista. That's right, man. So did I. Really? Well, sh- he'd never worked at Starbucks, but yeah. he's a barista now. There you go. And so, you know, had I walked up day one, though, uh-huh. you know, and before I, I know Sony, obviously we're married today. And, and if day one I walked up and I was like, you're really good looking. I leaned over the counter, kissed her on the lips, and then asked her to marry me. How do you think that would have went, Shalene? Uh, you're pretty smooth, but I don't think I know her, so I don't think it would have went well. Yeah, no, it, it probably and and what's funny is what could have ended up in a sexual harassment lawsuit, <laughs> um, as well as you know arrests of some kind. Yes. With the right steps and the right process was um, obviously something that was a whole other picture years later. Why? Because there were steps. So I would say that, and that is this whole evolution of your channel trailer should be kind of just brief, bright, fun, and then be done. Okay. Because you're just meeting them. You know, you're not trying to like tell your life story. Right. You're, you are, you're just trying to summarize, hey, nice to meet you. Here's what I'm about. Here's what you can expect here. Let's kind of like evolve Together. Like, I don't need you to commit to the full thing yet. Mm -hmm. Let's just kind of start our relationship. And the YouTube algorithm is only going to show that to people who are not subscribers or only to people who are visiting my channel for the first time. Only people who are visiting your channel for the first time. It also is potentially a video you could consider putting paid spend behind if it's done well because it's an introduction to you. But it's this idea that the journey of someone getting to know you on YouTube is they've probably watched a video from you. Mm -hmm. So now they're going to click your channel icon and they're going to come to your page. The first thing they're going to see there is now like, hey, I'm Sean Cannell. Here's what we're all about here. So you should assume they've watched maybe one or two videos, but that also could have been very nuanced. You know, you're about all of this, but you're just, you happen to be talking about Brussels sprouts that day. I see. You know what I I mean? So that's that next step. You're kind of saying if you subscribe, this is what you can expect. It's like watching a trailer to a movie where you decide, okay, are we going to, you know, spend two hours of our lives watching this movie is this for us how is a channel trailer different from the little intro that a lot of youtubers put at the beginning of their videos that make it feel you know branded like a show like a channel trailer is you know again 60 to 90 seconds i would i would lead with a qualifying question so it's a lot much deeper of content and you just think about structuring it lead with some qualifying content introduce the value proposition of your channel introduce yourself and say who you are, a little bit would of authority. Would there be quick clips of other videos? And you would show some of your other videos because you don't you want to show and not just tell. Even if that just means you always do talking head videos, but sometimes you do them in a hotel and sometimes you do them outside. Pull different clips. Just show okay. like, I'm on a journey. Like whatever you can maybe show off some social media still photos. Definitely showing is super powerful. Then you also want to weave in your why there because even if it's mm. just a sentence or two, Again, it goes back to this whole idea of what's going to make you different when there are other people doing what you're doing, when there are other people sharing what you're sharing. Well, your why is probably different. You know, you might say something like, you know, for me, my faith and my family is everything. And Mm -hmm. so the reason I think it's so important to build an online business, somebody else might be like, for me, Lamborghinis and and champagne and like whatever, you know, is good for you. But you want to weave in your why. Who is it? And that could be a sentence or two. Again. You're just going to know people, just like you're asking them on a first date. If 
We want to see an example of a really great one. Sean, what is the YouTube channel you would send us to go look at? Oh, I mean, I think a, a good one is Video Influencers. And okay. uh, that so one... So that's YouTube.com forward slash... Video Influencers. Got it. Influencers, plural. And on that one, you can also... It's fancier than it needs to be because my background is video as far yes. as all of those things. But you could use it as a template, like use it okay. as a plug and play to be like, oh, my question goes here. I'll okay. introduce myself here nice. and it'll walk you through the whole thing. And then the final thing, of course, is you want to give a strong call to action. That's just really clear. Here's what you need to do next. If you want everything we just talked about, make sure to subscribe. And if you don't want to miss anything, turn on notifications. So smart. That was huge. Thank you for that. And then now when I watched the beginning of one of the videos on your channel, you've got a little intro to your videos and it feels very branded and I love it. It feels so professional. Do we need that? And how long should that be if we're going to use one? You don't need that. I mean, I would say I didn't have one for years. So I think it's nice. And if mm -hmm. you can do one, I think 10 seconds at the longest. Ooh, that's tough. Um, because attention spans are shortening. Mm -hmm. What we don't need is the full friend song. You know, yeah. I'll be there for <laughs> you. Triple clap, you know? But you know what's funny is when we look at those old jingles for TV intros, you know what happened after a while? They would do the short version. Oh. They would always, they would always, because sometimes they might have originally like unveil the whole thing, but then they would that. do, they'd be like, okay, look, everybody knows this, man. It's season yeah. seven. Like, come yeah. on, let's. So uh, we should speed things up. So, anyways, I think 10 seconds at the most because okay. you expect people to be coming a lot. And this just challenges people. I, Fiverr is a great place where you could get some if. You want to go to something like Video Hive. They give you really yeah. good After Effects templates that you can actually pay their designers to do for you at a pretty affordable price. Or if you've got um, some editing software, you could plug and play those together. But having a branded intro is nice because building your brand, you know, it's some of the basics of just marketing and branding in general. Jingles. The repetition, yeah. the song, to it's be honest. familiarity. Yeah, when I jump on Build Your Tribe and the song's going, I'm like, I'm uh -huh. here. You know what I mean? Like, it, it yeah. brings it back. All of that matters. Yeah. So I think taking some time. Here's the thing, though. Do not let this get you stuck if you're just starting. Okay. You know, you could just start just going live, right. literally from your phone or your webcam. Right. That could be six months. At least you're making progress. You're making momentum. You're refining your voice. But think about how you can level up over time. And yeah, your brand, your music, the visuals that can really begin to elevate you so you can accelerate further faster. Well, I know your fourth C pertains to content and we're going to get into that. But one of the first questions I have when it comes to content is that if I'm going to focus on creation and I'm, you know, just trying to build my YouTube channels, my time better spent focusing on going live on YouTube or creating produced videos. So I think that when it comes to getting started on YouTube, live is a great option. Now, really? what I would say the difference here would be, though, is to actually treat your lives almost like real-time videos that are not super long. Okay. You know, you're not going to have, especially if you're just starting an audience yet, mm -hmm. you're not really going to have followers there. So you might not have anybody watching. But what you do have the opportunity to do is spend a little bit more time in prep. Spend a little bit more time preparing your thought of the day, whatever it is you want to train, or maybe you have three points you want to walk through, or maybe you're going live in the kitchen and you're walking people through a recipe, or maybe you're going live and doing a workout. Hit live. It's on the tripod. You know, clap your hands. You're like, all right, hey, today we're doing this. Go live for 20 minutes. It's something somebody can follow along with. I mean, the other day I was watching yoga for runners. I was mm. watching 
um, live uh, yoga for oh I was watching a replay of it oh okay but it was so just a full live. routine that yeah. I could follow along yeah. with and I also did yoga for snowboarders the other that's day that's awesome and so it's just it's just a good way to get started but why live over produce video so if I'm you know I want to know like if I'm evaluating this for myself pros and cons why would I have an advantage by going live Maybe just because of ease of use, because literally, even though it wouldn't be as pro as a DSLR, we could take your laptop right now, put it in the other room in mm -hmm. front of a window with good mm -hmm. lighting. You could talk to it, you know, play your music. You probably get in trouble with copyrighted music or some mm -hmm. of those different mm -hmm. things. But then you could you could lead people in a workout or you could just share five minutes of value and and then just turn it off and it's done. It's uploaded. Mm. It's there. There's no editing. So there's no advantage in terms of like, oh, YouTube's pushing lives out into the trending spot or anything. So is there an advantage from a, I guess, uh, algorithm There's a slight advantage, and here's what it is. The key before this live that you would do is you actually would want your title, your tags, and your description done ahead of time. Okay. When it's done ahead of time and you press live, we've tested this over and over okay most likely you will rank during the duration of your live for what you've optimized for even if you don't rank later so we have time and time again met new people built our brand built our tribe by going live around even hard to approach keywords mm. or topics to rank for mm. because there are if it's a high volume high competitive keyword People are searching all the time, like every minute, you know, oh, every couple I minutes. See. Yeah, and yeah. so you can actually see in real time that that content is ranking. And so there's that value. And then it's the replay value, though. And that's why I speak mm. to going a little bit shorter, because it's like the reverse of Facebook. On Facebook, probably the most people watch live over the next couple days, you'll get the most viewership. But a couple weeks later, you're not going to get any viewership on mm. a Facebook live. The reverse is if you optimize a YouTube video, you might not have anybody watching live. You might only get a little bit of engagement over the next couple of days, but you might still be getting views 12 months later, 14 months later, especially if you approach it evergreen. If it's not 55 minutes with a bunch of Q&A, but it just is brief, bright, fun, and then you're done. Mm -hmm. And then people can continue to watch it. So if you go in with some structure, with some you know promised value, with a strong hook at the beginning, then just creating real-time content, the reason I like that, again, is removing friction from the process. I do think if you can produce higher quality videos, it's something to evolve into, mm. but you just don't want that to be a barrier to entry. True. You can turn your phone, grab your phone with a pop socket, a tripod, and share, you know, yeah. you're coaching your team that day. You've got just a morning motivation, or you're showing people, you know, how to do whatever it is. You can shoot that on your phone and go live or just upload it. Keep it simple. Because we don't want any friction here. We want results. Question. Should we go portrait or landscape? You should go portrait. YouTube is... For live or all video? I think all video. Really? YouTube, however, is now embracing portrait. Okay. Because, and on the mobile app, it will fill your screen. Yes. It'll operate just like anything else. And there is a lot of people watching on mobile, but YouTube is becoming, we're seeing it. It's a little bit of both. And by the way, YouTube's adding stories. Oh, I didn't know that. We don't need that, but it's already oh. coming. And so <laughs> stories everywhere. Uh, so YouTube's adding stories. But the thing is, is YouTube, it's a little bit longer form. Again, 7 to 16 minutes yeah. is the highest performing range of videos. Smart TVs are on the rise because people are sitting down to consume substantive content, to well, learn something. Let's talk about TVs for a second because it's so confusing because 
for us, our ads, our video ads, everything is portrait now. We've been doing like our launch, any type of promotion, it's all a portrait video. It far exceeds the performance of a square video, landscape, doesn't matter. So we've been doing everything in portrait, which is great. But when I think about content that Facebook's looking for, that YouTube's looking for, and they're looking for the type of content that people are going to be watching from their TVs, that is, you know, short, fat, and wide. It's mm -hmm. landscape. So it feels a little confusing. And so when we struggle with this decision, I'm, I'm always reminding myself, don't forget that at the moment, the majority of people, I think it's something like 65% are consuming video content on their phones. So for me, this is my decision. I'm going to create content that's portrait based. And we have had this discussion about what we do with our YouTube content. So I'd love for you to weigh in on our, not our lives, but if for our standard YouTube content, my thinking is that we should go portrait. What's yours? Well, I mean, I think you're still fine to do that. Again, it's just the user experience that is maybe looking to watch on TV. And I imagine you just probably wouldn't reach them. Mm. That is heavy on their desktop. Ah. But for that person, if you're in their pocket, which you are, mm -hmm. you know, you're on the go with the podcast, with Facebook, with Instagram stories, and maybe there's something that's unpacked a little bit longer on YouTube. The experience vertical is great. And mm -hmm, YouTube mm -hmm. is adapting to that. The reality is, though, if I turn on that same content on my smart TV, yeah, um, I'm not going to watch it there. Right, 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 right. And that might not be a big deal because you know who your lifers are, you know who you're serving, how you're serving, and that's fine. For me, even though I think of the way my wife, Sonia, and I watch YouTube, one of our favorite YouTubers is Phil DeFranco. He has a news show. Mm -hmm. So that's where we get our news. Yeah. And so it is actually like he, he posts at least four or five days a week, and we sit down, <laughs> smart TV on. And so... He's like thinking native there. He's I built see. his whole business around it. I think that there is wisdom in really considering this question and that it isn't black and white. Yeah. It has to do with who your lifers are, what you're delivering. Yeah. If you were going to start your... And to your point, I'm sorry to interrupt, but yeah. to your point, you know, with a landscape video, because we've been able to repurpose a lot of our landscape stuff portrait, but you cannot take a portrait <laughs> video and make it work on landscape. So, you know, maybe for us it is... Remembering that the platform is YouTube. I watch YouTube every day. I just flip my phone. I just flip it sideways. And to respect the platform, maybe I'm rethinking this and that we should film things landscape with the thought in mind that at some point we might need to edit these to portrait so that we've got enough space, you know, to make that edit look good. And I, I mean, I have probably one of my most passionate points to make that could mean that YouTube as a primary platform might not be what you're focusing on. I mm -hmm. mean, I know it's sure. not. Right, right. And so I believe that to do YouTube right, you should think about creating a show for, for YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. And yeah. that that's the best way to do YouTube, to think about yeah. a once a week show. I sometimes people try to do more, sometimes they try to do less. But that is like Phil DeFranco's show. It is a show. Like yeah, it's like yeah. and he's sitting down, he knows who he's talking to, he knows the features, he knows the segments. That show doesn't necessarily have to even be complex, but you would go into it thinking, I know who I'm talking to. Mm -hmm. I know where they are. And then you might repurpose parts of that in reverse. You would say, well, let's make something vertical to point back to the fact that people can meet me here every Tuesday. And so here's a basic kind of framework that I think entrepreneurs, if they wanted to focus on YouTube would do. You might have a Tuesday show. You try to have that come out every Tuesday morning. You then send a, an email newsletter out to say, hey, here's the topic of the week. Go watch it now. You build momentum around that. 
and then maybe you let your other social media platforms know about that thing and you build up subscribers and no- notifications. You have a clear promise of what you're going to get every single Tuesday when that new show comes out. And you use that as a pillar of content that you build your brand on for potentially years to come. Mm. And I think that it is definitely a commitment and you can do smart systems and different things to support that. But it is a nice way of, again, putting out a substantial, like let's say it was a 15 minute show. Mm -hmm. Your approach on everything else you're doing on social is a little bit different. For instance, sometimes people say, hey, Sean, why don't you daily vlog? Mm. And I'm like, well, it's pretty busy running a business (laughs) and a family. And so if I was to shoot all day and then sit home at night and And edit, edit it'd just be, it'd be crazy or even a vlog a lot. And sometimes our team helps us do vlog episodes. But at the end of the day, I actually tell people I do actually have a daily vlog. It's called my Instagram story. Amen. Meet me over there. That's where I'm able to just connect with you. You're going to see all kinds. You're going to see behind the scenes. You're going to see what I'm kind of eating. You're going to see some fun. You're going to see some weird stuff. You're like, you're going to get that experience And that gives you the opportunity to think about your overall social plan. So when the time is right for anyone that wants to take YouTube to the highest levels, I think you want to plant your flag to say like, here's my show, meet me every week and then commit to um, doing that. And if you batch produce your content, you, you know, you sit down, you do it, you know, at least maybe four at a time. It can be very sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, your book is so phenomenal at, at teaching these seven really important C's. It, you know, it's like the seven things. If you include persuasion, eight, that is a part of MIA. And that's why I love featuring you as one of our top experts, because you have to start with those foundational pieces. There's a million YouTube videos out there telling you how to get more followers, etc. But if you're not in this for popularity, if you're you're in this because you're trying to help people with your message and in the process make some extra money this is a book i cannot recommend higher than what i am because sean gets that you know that's why he's an expert for us and why i've invited him here on the show and he's got some incredible pieces in there that really help with like the cash right and i mean frankly there are people out there who have huge youtube followings and they're not monetizing it you're totally right i go to an event every year called ClamorCon. it's influencer only so it's all these YouTube influencers that are potentially working with big brands and, and yeah. honestly are seeing a lot of money come in. But what I'm going to say here is it's very much a reality. Almost every year talking to everybody, they're positive, but they're a lot of times living paycheck to paycheck Yeah, because they're chasing social media popularity, yeah. but they have not built a business or a system around what they do. So sometimes it even pushes them into tough situations because one of the ways some of these YouTube influencers make money is brand deals. Mm-hmm, so working yeah. with brands, but it can uh, disappear in a second. Not only can it disappear, not only are you vulnerable, but also sometimes again, you're paycheck to paycheck. So the deal you're saying yes to is because you kind of just need something to work, but it may not be something you're passionate about. So of course, what marketing impact Academy teaches is really entirely different. It's about mm-hmm. building real business and being smart about what you're doing. And so, yeah, absolutely. It's stunning how many people can have a lot of views, a lot of subscribers, but potentially feel like they're not actually sure what the future of their business or brand is. Wow. Well, this is a great place for people who are you know, really considering the fact and also that you can, you can repurpose so much of the things that you shoot for YouTube. I don't think that it works the opposite way as well. Like if you're shooting things on Snapchat and repurposing it for YouTube, it just doesn't have the same appeal. But it seems to me like this is, it's one of those platforms that it just keeps rising up. You know, like Twitter, like people are like, well, yeah, it's interesting for news. People have kind of forgotten about Snapchat. 
I don't know where Periscope went, but YouTube is a powerhouse. It's never left. Yeah, it's it's been and it's cool. It's a good time to be focused on YouTube because it's super healthy. I mean, even the company, the revenues, the yeah. user base, they're also injecting a lot of money into the creator space right now to try to create more original content. There's kind of a land grab for sort of, you know, Netflix, Amazon Prime. Everyone's creating original content. YouTube is joining YouTube as that well. Mm-hmm. as well. The uh, ad platform and the ad product continues to evolve. And so YouTube is everybody you know there's so much to do on social there's so much opportunity but it's definitely very good ground to build on um, if you can see it as part of your mix and i think also even like what you're doing on your channel is also a great way to look at it for some you know it's very much a primary platform for me i think for others in your workflow it could be a support platform Mm -hmm. because repurposing content is still great like some people post their podcast there yeah yeah. as well you know different opportunities because it it gives you search support and and some people like i use youtube red so that means that's ad free and i can just listen to the audio when i'm not watching video which i do a lot so i treat a lot of youtube videos like podcasts i do too and I would actually prefer not leaving. People love their place where they stay. We're going into iTunes, the podcast app yeah. is so hard to navigate. It's horrible. It's not that well, good. Get it right, Apple. Like, come on. And so if that content comes straight to my subscription feed, I'm like, let's go. I just click play. And yep. so I think that there's other strategies to just make it a support platform mm. as well. Yeah, that's great. So where can people get a hold of your book? Yeah, uh, the book's on um, all the Amazons around the world. And so you could get that uh, locally. And then tubesecretsbook.com. We've put together some extra training as well as actually a whole clarity PDF. So just some a couple free bonuses at tube, that's T-U-B-E, secretsbook.com. Tubesecretsbook.com. Got it. All and the then information the book the that they can look for on Amazon is YouTube, YouTube Secrets. Secrets. Sean Cannell, you are just such a great guy and i really appreciate that you share your answers and that you keep our community at i mean at the front of the pack like we always know like what's the latest you know you don't have to wonder and watch a bunch of youtube videos so thank you for taking care of our community and thank you for being a guest here on build your tribe thank you thanks for listening this episode of build your tribe is sponsored by you guessed it the marketing impact academy it is your one-stop shop for everything you need to know to build to really understand the right steps to build your online business and i mean like yo everything from finding your ideal lifer to figuring out how to create a freemium which freemiums are best how to build your list when it's time to actually offer something for sale how to evaluate what price point you should offer something for sale, how to then attract more customers and write emails and which email system or customer retention or customer relationship management software should you use. They're all different. Everybody's got their own opinions, but this is the place where you can go and figure out how to evaluate all of these things based on your current situation, based on how much money you have to invest, based on how many people you do or don't have on your list, based on how much time you have to invest in your online business. I needed this when I was building my own online business. There was nothing like it. There was no place for me to go to be able to learn each one of these pieces. I would go to one seminar or one academy and realize, well, now I don't know how to do this fill in the blank. And I'd have to go to another academy or another seminar. And I did a lot of things out of order. I spent money that I didn't yet need to spend because I hadn't done steps one and two. And so I created this course specifically for people like you and I 
who know that what's important is to evaluate everything with critical thinking, figure out what's best for us, find the best and the quickest and the smartest way to do things so that we don't have to live in our businesses. We can be smart about these things so that we can actually live and enjoy our lives and our businesses can allow us to do that. If you're interested in finding out more about the Marketing Impact Academy, please check us out at marketingimpactacademy.com. Thank you.